Thank you for tuning in to Cop One Comic. I'm Brian Cobb, and we're here with Comic Kate Villa. Kate Villa, how the hell are you? Hey, Brian. I'm good. How are you? Oh, good. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm doing great because I have Kate Villa in the house. She is just fucking doing the hilarious shit for McSweeney's and the New Yorker. Yeah, I always thought it was trying shouts, but it's the New New Yorker's their daily kind of comedy section, right? The mm-hmm. Shouts and Murmurs, Daily Shouts Department of the New Yorker. Shouts yeah. and Murmurs. That's where you get your funny shit and kind of, it's like brief. It's, it's pretty short, right? Yeah, yeah. It's under a thousand words. Okay. Because if you can't be funny in a th- thousand words or less, you don't belong in the New Yorker. I mean, you should be funny in like 10 words or less, but that's <laughs> not for me to say. <laughs> Dude, I love it. It's like their attempt at brevity. That's cool. And then because everything else is pretty long for them in the New Yorker. Do they have any humor pieces that are longer than a thousand words that are not well, in shouts and murmurs? Any. Okay. I haven't seen any now. Yeah, fuck that shit. That's all. It's, it's got to be short. It's got to be short to make the cut. And so I follow her on Instagram. She's vilified, which teaches you how to pronounce her last name. And also yesterday's snooze on Twitter. Yeah. But she's also Kate, Kate-Villa.com. And there we learn that she is just kind of, she used to be a big time stand-up. And now she's moving away. Now she's moving away towards uh, comedy writing. And that's just, that's just lucrative. And um, she's making the big bucks at, at comedy writing. Yeah, it's, uh, I would say big bucks would be an overstatement, Brian. Thank you so much. <laughs> but relative to stand-up, I suppose anything is big. Yeah, bucks. that's true. That's true. <laughs> but you're doing Cartoon Prez, too. You do, uh, I think Cartoon Prez is an animated series by, I think, some of the, what's his name? That Colbert guy. I think that he Colbert has a company. guy, yeah. His company that's helming some of these animated uh, mm-hmm. Late series. Late yeah, and so uh, so Cartoon Prez, you're on it. You're as Amy Klobuchar, mm-hmm. and Elise Morales is there as AOC. So so I have to hear what Amy Klobuchar sounds like, because it sounds like she's trying to bust some jokes at the DNC. Uh, all right, yeah, no, I'll, I'll give you a little sound bite. Our Amy Klobuchar is, is very angry. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, I hope you don't have any delicate listeners, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So, see, it's maybe not exactly a dead-on impression, but um, be- I think yeah. it works. It works because, I mean, like, it might be playing on the fact that she just cusses out all her staffers because she's, yes. she's oh, for, yes. for, I know she's Minnesota, so it's good she has the accent. But um, if you did her as the bland cracker she is, like, it wouldn't be that funny. So it's good you're taking her to her angry at staffers moments. Yes. Yeah, she's a, I would not want to be an intern for her, but I, I do like her policy decisions. Amy, I love you so much. Please don't hurt me. Yeah. And so were you kind of, were you, were you supporting her candidacy because it would mean more time on the cartoon press? <laughs> That's, uh, it's actually very funny. My family did support her candidacy because they thought it would make, uh, it would make my, my gig last longer, but. God bless uh, them. I know I have a very supportive fan, but um, no, but I did get a lot of good Amy uh, buttons from friends and family. Um, I have a lot of family. I, I do actually have quite a lot of respect for her. Okay. And um, and I, so I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of good Amy merch from family in Minnesota. <laughs> oh, right. your family yeah. from Minnesota? Yeah, I have oh, a shit. lot of family there. So it was it was fun to be able to represent them a little bit. 
even if it was terrifying. <laughs> and so, yeah, so how were you able to kind of get that gig? Did people know that you were doing a Minnesota accent on stage or something? Or did you just try out for it thinking that, oh, I can nail this? Actually, no, I was working on the show. Uh, I, well, yeah, I you're a producer, do, right? Yeah, I'm an associate producer on the show. And I was, I was, um, I was also, you know, I actually was doing a Minnesota accent in my, in my set. And uh, somebody asked me once at the show, just kind of offhand, you know, what, if you could audition for like, if any politician were to come up on the show and you could audition for it, I was like, oh, this was long before Amy got in the race. Um, and I was like, oh, if Amy Klobuchar ever did anything like on the national stage, I would love to do her voice. And wow. she started running for president and they were like, do you want to audition? And I was like, sure. And they, yes. I think they didn't know my work as much. So I think they were just kind of throwing me a bone. And then I, I, I got the part. So that was, that was pretty cool and pretty fun. I, really? I you think just getting you an audition audition was them throwing you a bone? Like they probably didn't expect you to get it. I don't it. know. Okay. That's my imposter syndrome talking. Ah, <laughs> that is so funny. Like you're, you're a producer on a big show and you still got the imposter syndrome. Always. Always, oh always. I love to hear that. It's like, I will never outgrow this imp imposter syndrome. Yeah. It just keeps you fighting, I think. Good. Well, that that's how it should be. And that's why you're in Copping with Comic, because you're just a big time name. And oh, but it's yeah. yeah, it sounds like you're moving away from stand up. And I think, you know, from pre pod, we talked and it sounds like that coincided with the peak, the peak of the show. I think you ran a big show for a couple years, a big stand up comedy show. And then after it was done, I don't know if it was done by pandemic or otherwise, like you were like, I think I've I think I've done it all. Yeah, no, it was, um, we ran it for two years. It was called Hurricane. Uh, it made the move to a couple of different venues and ended up at Union Hall for almost a year. Um, and then we we got the show into the um, New York Comedy Festival in 2019. And um, that was kind of like, it, it was a great show. We really liked doing it. I, I co-produced it and ran it with um, Jenny Gorlick, who's a wonderful producer and stand up. And um, she uh, we raised we started it to raise money for Puerto Rico um, when the hurricane hit because we felt like we couldn't do anything. You know, we the were like we're towels that he was the paper towels. Yeah. Talking oh, my God. Be no, not enough. Not exactly <laughs> to clean up that spill. So we thought, like, what can two like, you know, female stand ups do? <laughs> To help, the, it sounds crazy, like to help the victims in Puerto Rico. And we're like, let's start a monthly show. And we ended up raising uh, over $20,000 um, in a couple years. Yeah, just doing a monthly show. We got written up in the New York Times and in Time Out. Um, and do you still pay the comics then? Or do, do they kind of agree to donate their time? That we asked them to donate their time. Mm -hmm. um, and we gave everything. We didn't take a cut. We just okay. sent everything to... We picked a charity every month and sent everything to that. We did give them photos, though. So we hired a photographer oh, cool. um, for every show and just like made sure that they got really good quality uh, photos. And we were happy to to um, like set up tripods and stuff if they wanted to tape their sets. Oh, so, cool. And yeah, the photo so we, photographer donate his or her time? Yeah. And then know, that photograph, that ph photographer had a f photograph taken of him or her. Like, no, okay, thank you so, so much that... for donating your time. We are now going to have a picture of you. <laughs> no, we actually we we had Sam Sam Burris is a great uh, show photographer, and um, 
you know, a little shout out there. He's he, out. he was wonderful. Um, and it's only because you donated your time, Sam, that we're shouting. No, we paid him for his play. time, but he gave us he did give us a, a nice discount for our shows since we were doing um, we were donating everything to charity. Okay. Uh, but it evolved over the next few years. We got to book people that we were super excited about um, and people that we really, really admired, uh, both that were friends of ours, but were also um, kind of big on the scene. We ended up getting, you know, Aparna and Joe Firestone, uh, Carmen Lynch, um, Natasha Vainblatt, Ashley Brooke Roberts. It was just a really I've never nice. Never heard of a single one of these names. Just kidding. <laughs> I know. But I love God, it. Like, you so <laughs> you saw these people up close and you were like, yeah, I, I don't like stand up anymore. No, I was more <laughs> like, they're killing it. What am I uh, doing here? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it was really fun. We produced this wonderful show and we did um, we did raise a lot of money for a lot of really great causes. And um, and we made it to the New York Comedy Festival. And we were like, I think I was like, I think I need to take a break from this just because it was. It's like if you're a good stand-up, you're a good stand-up for a reason. You know, I feel like a lot of people, not you, but like a lot of people are like, oh, I could just do it, you know? Oh, no, um, not at all. Yeah. And, so, and the reason why they're so good yeah. is because they love it enough to kind of suffer the slings and arrows forever. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, I think I need like a shield and I don't want any more slings or arrows hitting me for yes. a little bit at least. So. Yeah, that's yeah, why I do a just, podcast, you know, it's because I don't yeah. got the, I don't got, no, seriously, I do not have the hustle to go to a single mic yeah, and, you know, have the patience to sit through, you know, like other comics in the audience, like, and, and these people are doing it three times a night. And so I have exactly amount, the amount of hustle to do 15, you know, interview 15 comedians every other week. That's the only totally. hustle I have. And that's like me going to my normal workplace, we work, and interviewing everybody in one day. And that's all I do. Like, that's all the hustle I have. Yeah, I mean, you got to put your hustle in the place that it feels like it's going to benefit you. And yeah. and if that's what's going to work for you, that's amazing. Like for me, it was like, I, I think I want to turn, you know, that time to writing or turn that time to starting to outline a screenplay. You know, I've never written a screenplay. Like, let's do some real research here and kind of figure out like what's going to actually benefit you in the in like when you when you come to the end of it, you look back and you're like, yeah, OK, damn, that was good. <laughs> no, and, and, so, and stand so did, up for me was not it. <laughs> and so, did the screenplay get written? Oh, the screenplay is in progress. And so, the yeah. pandemic has that. Have you been productive over the, over the pandemic? Yes, I yeah. have. Nice. Yes, there you go. It's been horrible, but I have been. Yeah, you know. And so, yeah. are you allowed to kind of disclose the premise? Oh, or don't you want no. people stealing oh, it? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. Don't want people stealing it. Yeah, oh, good. it's too okay. good. It's actually like the best <laughs> screenplay you could. It's. <laughs> It's yeah, like Dirk to go, my shit is just, have you heard me? Have you heard me? My shit is just that good. <laughs> have you read yeah. my shit? Do you know who I am? Yeah. I, have a, I have a Mindy, Mindy Tucker photograph on my website. <laughs> I have a, a comedy credit at the New York, New York Comedy Festival as a I'm credit. A big deal. I'm a big deal, man. No. <laughs> but I love it because like yeah. now you have all these credits and you're like, yeah, but I'm just, you know, like, does it matter in the screenwriter game? Maybe it does. No. I think it's Whether like or not you I mean, accept I think, it to a festival or some shit. I just had Sharon Spell on and she was talking. I think she had a what a TV script. It is like it turned from a one woman show or something into a TV script and it's got accepted at like even four festivals during a pandemic. And I'm like, how the fuck does that happen? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, you do know, you I, shop it around and do, do TV credits matter at all? Or, or do I, any I mean, credits matter at all? Like, you know, New York Comedy Festival or, or a Mindy Tucker photograph. Or a Mindy Tucker. OK, the Mindy Tucker photograph matters everywhere. 
Yeah. Um, oh, I'm trying to be the Mindy Tucker of podcasting, by the way. <laughs> if I, I ever love that. That's a, a great like, goal. I think she yeah. would be very, very happy and flattered oh, to hear oh that. Oh, my gosh. No, no. That is like my tr- – if I ever have somebody I don't know and who hasn't heard me speak right now ever say that to me, I would just fucking like end. I'd be like, yeah, that's perfect. That's all I wanted. There was one yeah. person on Reddit who was like, dude, you're like Jeffrey Gurian. And I'm like, oh, my Lord. I didn't know I need that's that guy. That's that old guy who like like interviews all the comics and he's classic. He's got a big, really big hair and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like that is just like the coolest thing that I didn't know I needed to hear. So, I mean, I, yeah. I got I got big goals. Hey, you got <laughs> you got wins. Those are wins. <laughs> well, yeah. So, yeah, we just have to yeah, get the mini Tucker thing coming out of somebody else's mouth. But so like credits don't matter when it comes to submitting your script to festivals or no. I don't know, not to festivals, but I think, I mean, they do ask for like a bio sometimes, but I think it's really the writing, which is kind of refreshing. I think a lot of like um, industry stuff is, is very much surrounding like, where have you worked? Who do you know? Like whatever. And festivals are really like, is your screenplay good? <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is, um, it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice. So it's, so it's a movie, it's a, like a feature film length script. Yeah, yeah. It's my first uh, feature that I've ever written. It took about a year to outline. So I feel excited and like ready to really be writing it. I'm getting some great feedback. I have a writer's group and they're really awesome. And, yeah, that's what I got to yeah. know. Like when you get to Kate Villa's level, who the fuck is in that writing group? Oh, my God. Like, they're so much anybody, higher like, than me. Oh, my yeah. God. Are they big time comedians that have been on your show in the past? No, no. Actually, these are mostly writers from um, women writers from the WGA, uh, who I am just always in awe of. Uh, we've been giving each other feedback, and it's just a really great group of humans who are t- this. It's a, such a breadth of experience too. A lot of short film writers, a lot of pilot writers, uh, late night variety writers. It's a so huge. Is that group Writers of, Guild of America? It is the Writers Guild of America. Yeah. And, how, and are you kind of part of that already because you're a producer on the cartoon series? No, I'm actually a part of it. Um, Brian, you have just asked me uh, the only good story that I have. Okay. Which is I was um, I was staffed last year on my first um, guild uh, late night variety job, which means I've I've written some other kind of like one off jokes or, you know, non-union stuff um, for a bunch of different shows. But this was my my first staff job and I got it uh, last summer. Okay. And I was um, told, you know, I live in I, I live in New York, and they said you need to show up in LA in a week. And I said, okay, I can't, can't can you hold on for one second? I actually need. Uh, can you give me one extra week? And they were like, yeah, sure. What? I was finishing up another project, and so I I packed up my whole life in two weeks. Okay. I sublet my apartment. I got all the way out there. I sublet a new apartment. Um, I was going to pick up the key. I walked in on my first day. They'd been there for like a week. Yeah. And honestly, I could not have been more excited. All of the people in there were such heavy hitters. And I was like, this is going to be the best. They were (sighs) so kind. I was, yeah, you can hear it coming. I've made it. I've made it. Nothing (laughs) bad has been happening. I know. And um, I walked in at at 9.45. I was 15 minutes early. Uh, And at 10 a.m., I sat down. Everybody introduced themselves. We pitched for about an hour. And then uh, at 11 o'clock, from 11 to 11.30, they, um, the EPs took like a, a call from the network and we took a coffee break. And then okay. at 11.30, all 12 episodes of our show uh, were canceled. Uh, you would think that you showing up early would have mattered. 
I know. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> lord! You you, yeah. you had a twelve episode commitment and then they were canceled. Mm-hmm. Yes. <sighs> With yeah. all these fucking heavy hitters, and, and yes. did you have any inkling as to why it was canceled? It was a turnover uh, in the network. I think it was uh, like during a merger. So good old Brandon Tarkington or one of those yeah. higher ups got a sex <laughs> scandal know, or yeah. something. It was uh, it was definitely a, a bummer, but it was like they had been there for a week. They'd gotten to know each other. I'd walked in uh, and walked out. I, I was there for one hour. But I mean, that's good and bad because you could have bonded with these people for a week. But I suppose I mean, so that those contacts would have been good, but it would have been so crushing after a week. Oh, I knew I know a couple of them from other shows. And um, and so I was I was uh, we chatted afterwards. We were were all pretty crushed. But um, it was uh, it was enough to get me. The contract was enough to get me into the WGA. So that's been that was when I got into the union. Yeah. And so the benefits of membership are you're automatically part of this Slack group where you can like submit feature length scripts and they'll no. all just read it and give you detailed feedback. No, That's like no, part of the no. contract, right? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Perfect. Um no, it's it's a it's a nice like subgroup of people who are just, you know, working on TV, you know, pilots or features or whatever. It's it's a really open group of you know, 10 or 12 people. It's, it's, we just made it ourselves, but it, it kind of blossomed from the union. I so. love it. So it's the, it's the openest closed group there is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, is that, is that via Facebook or something? That's hilarious. Uh, no, like it's our, um, it's, uh, it's just an email group. Yeah. Okay. Pretty low it. key. And so have you been kind of providing feedback on theirs as well? Yeah. It's been really fun to read like totally different things from anything I would ever write. Um, and I love it. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe that came out of your brain. <laughs> I think that's, yes. that's generally what I think when I read, um, a, like a fabulous script, I'm like, I cannot believe this jumped out of your brain onto paper. You are yeah. a genius. <laughs> yeah. And especially when it comes to having like a germ in your idea, like you send them your ideas, mm-hmm. and, you know, cause you know, you know, you're like, I, I considered a hundred options, 90 of them mm-hmm. made it in. And you just thought of 20 more that are funnier than some of them. And I didn't even yeah. think of them, even though I'd been spending all this time on it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, anytime you're in a punch up room and you hear somebody who just kills, you're like, how do you do that? You yeah. joke machine. Like, yeah. I <laughs> I bow down to you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I think that like that's one of the reasons I didn't go into stand up because I like did the stand up class because I thought I was going to be so funny that like the teacher had been like, all right, let's put you on like 15 shows. Yeah. And um, and he wrote like he was like, well, call me like, you know, what are you passionate about? I'm like nothing. And so on the phone call, I just like said, I have OCD on 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 the spot. He came up with like 10 of the funniest fucking OCD, OCD jokes that I never would have thought of in my life. And I just mentioned it like five seconds before. Right. And um, I was like, you are you are as good at this as I am at other things. I have to stop now. Yeah, <laughs> like I have Honestly, to go do that those things. Awareness yeah. is yeah. pretty good. Like yeah. there are a lot of people who are not that self-aware and who are still like, oh, I can, I'm amazing. I can do better than that. You're no. like, yeah. please. I, I think see. this guy punches up gaff again and shit. And it's just like, oh my god, like, I'm better at like things like you know, minimalist images, poetry. <laughs> I'm a na- <laughs> I'm a natural at that. You mean oh I, I get and that in- is a that's a beautiful skill. That's yeah, and it's just like, well, I mean, like I should just go do that then. You know, go yes. ahead and just keep my money because I'm a dumbass and you're a genius and go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, like, you know, how am I? You're not going to disclose to me, although accidentally you sent me the WGA emails. And so I'm part <gasps> of that email group. Now. Uh, 
Oh, and yeah, and oh so God. like other other I've than that, like everything, how are people supposed to kind of figure out? Is it when it wins its first award at like a festival or something? Like, when do we get the sneak peek at what that script is even about? Am I going to no. look at yesterday's snooze <laughs> or no, vilified on Instagram? Nowhere. Oh, Brian, you have such high hopes for this feature. It might go absolutely nowhere. It also could be something that like I make my mom read and have her be like, well, this is nice. And then it goes into my box of like, well, mom said this was nice, but nothing uh, nicer than that. I love it. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, the Amy Klobuchar thing was still like the, the peak until until this thing gets out there. Like, your parents are proud of that. So that's something. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. No, I uh, I don't know. It's um, it's definitely still in progress, so we'll see. We'll okay. See. So, like, if I'm going to follow you online, and of course I do, like, what am I going to see? Like, what's the next comedy content that is going to be consumable by your masses, your mass followers? You should see my little, like, topical retweets where I zing the news. Brian. Yeah? Do you? I really zing them. No. <laughs> I... <laughs> I know you're like trying to get people to follow me, but man, I don't zing anybody. Sometimes I'm like, dang, George Bush, what is that about? And people are like, uh, Kate, are you okay? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> so maybe it's you'll see a lot of calls for help, cries for help. Oh, good. Well, that's really what I, because, because comedians are really good at that. Like during the pandemic, yes. they've been great at kind of performing laziness you know performative yes. laziness or something like that they're just highly skilled at, the, at that like some yeah. of them are productive like you have been and some of them are are funny at making their lack of productivity hilarious like and i like both like so i'll love your screenplay when it comes out but also in the meantime i'll love those people who have just been doing nothing during the quarantine yeah i i my boyfriend mentioned i was like okay so we're gonna like stay inside kind of at the beginning of quarantine like let's not let's stop going out like this was before it was like don't go outside kind of thing yeah this made that decision and he said i've been training for this my whole life it's the big sit and i thought that was so funny it was like all right let's do this it's the big sit <laughs> yeah what happened like so that was your boyfriend who said that yes and that was one of the funniest lines i've ever heard it's I so mean, funny. Current interview excluding. That's one of the funnier things I've ever heard. So what do you do? Like, is he in the comedy business? And if not, do you like be like, holy shit, that was so fucking funny. I have to go like write up 10 responses right now. Um, well, he is a voiceover artist. So okay. he does do like some improv when he's like doing a character or something like that. Oh, he's good. very funny. Good. Um, but uh yeah, no, he's he's been an awesome person to bounce things off of because I Good. his sense of humor is so great. Yeah. Like when he says shit like the big sit, I'm like, I got to say this on a podcast and attribute it to you. You know, like <laughs> this is good. <laughs> and my next guest on Coppin' with Comic will be Kate Villa's boyfriend. Yeah, who is really, really funny. Who is really, really funny. Yeah. <laughs> But no, not funnier than Kate Villa because she's on our cartoon president, which is on Showtime. And do you have any any Klobuchar moments coming up on the upcoming episodes of Cartoon President? Oh, that I could not disclose. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. No, that's so secret. So or, secret. I mean, at the very least, we're going to see, you know, former guest Elise Morales and her AOC. Like, how often are those new episodes releasing? Uh, I think we're releasing them once a week and they okay. start, I think, mid-September. So I'm very excited to okay. kind of have that all come out. So a yeah. new season's coming. Yes, season, yeah. end of season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you'll have to stay tuned because otherwise, you know, Kate Villa is doing this fucking screenplay that, they, that, that she won't show you. Like, she won't tell you what it's about even. Ooh. 
We love a secret. But I love it so much, and I can't wait to have your boyfriend on. But in the meantime, thank you so much for coming (laughs) on, Kate Villa. Thank you so much for having me, Brian. This was a blast.